Hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, Kate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm grand. We'll, we'll pretend like we haven't spent like 20 minutes having technical difficulties with various platforms. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. Hi, Sinead. How are you? Not long time you know, speak. <laughs> 20 minutes of, I'm going to throw my laptop out the window. <laughs> oh. So for context, guys, the platform that we used last week is called Zencaster. However, I think Zencaster requires a high level of bandwidth from your internet. And I couldn't hear, I could only hear gibberish coming from Kate, which she wasn't speaking gibberish. She was just speaking normally, but that's all that was coming through. So it's very difficult to have a two-way conversation when you can't actually hear what the person's saying. So we've opted to try Zoom. So if this sounds terrible, blame Zoom. Yeah, but we're trying blame us. We're yeah. just we're just doing what we can, okay? I still have I still don't have a mic really, so you're you're lucky it's even coming through this. Yeah, we're we're trying our best. We're doing what we can. So how's your week been, Kate? Ah, uh, sure, it's been fine. Nothing exciting has happened. Just still been in my house. Haven't left my house. Well, I've been for walks, but otherwise, haven't left my house. I don't even go to the shops to do the shopping. That's my mom, my sister's job. They've got that one down to a T. So yeah, it's just me in the house, in the house, me. I hoovered my floor. I've started to put my seam seams up on the wall as much as I can. But every time I get halfway, they fall down. So I still have half a bag of a large Disney shopper. Not an extra large one, just a large Disney store shopper. Just for clarification. Yeah, not an extra large one. That would be bad. Imagine half full extra large one. That would be awful. Um, So I still find somewhere. I think I just need to widen my load. And then it will work because at the moment it's all quite centered, so they keep falling down. Okay. Um. So yeah, the big question is, what am I gonna do with them when I leave this room? Because I haven't figured that out yet. But that's a future problem. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. How about you? What have you been up to? How was your week? Um. Well, I'm still working, so I'm still working away, doing my usual day-to-day job and today my team's call was the theme was dressing gowns and towels on your head but I opted to put my mini mouse headband that I used to wash my face with instead Um, but did have a dressing gown on I wore Breffney's because his is much more snuggly than mine and yeah my team calls are getting weirder and weirder by the day which I'm kind of enjoying more and more by the day because they're just getting a bit daft one thing that we did do though is we had our little Disney Pals night the other night on Friday and we did our quiz. It was great fun. Yes, highly enjoyed the quiz. I enjoyed greatly that nobody could answer half the questions. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the highest results we had was 16 out of 25. Yeah, 25, 25 questions. Yeah. yeah. Which, in fairness, is not bad because they were not easy questions by any means. But I genuinely, I didn't think I was being harsh. But when people were like, these are difficult. I was like, I didn't think they were. I'm sorry. Yeah. So some of them were a little tricky, but there were, there were definitely opportunities for people to, to get some questions. So yeah, I mean, like I had a couple of fun ones, like to the nearest thousand, a certain number, but like you got to throw in a couple of those rando ones. But on the whole, I didn't think it was that complicated or that difficult. Yeah, well, I mean, any of you guys that follow us along on Instagram will be able to tell us because starting from Wednesday, we're going to post them on our Instagram stories. So we'll save them as a highlight as well so that if you miss it, you can go back and look at it later. But we'll see how many people on 
the to Instagram and get them right. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I want other feedback to know if I was actually being mean or not and how difficult the questions were. Please and thank you. I need validation. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to give some quick little shout outs to some of the people that came on the call and some of the people especially that stayed till nearly midnight. Yeah, went you crazy like wackadoodles. I went to bed. You did go to bed. You, you had your own stuff going on. That's fine. But you so. guys were mental. I was like, midnight? Do you guys not have beds to go to sleep in? <laughs> it's funny though, because as the evening went further on, so Samantha or the dot girl dot in the dot cat. I don't, I can never get it right. You There's missed too many a dots. dot. It's a dot between There's every word. There's too many dots. <laughs> There's a dot between every word. It's the girl in the castle with dots between every word. But as, as the evening progressed, she just got more and more like, into bed and by the end of it she was just like fully horizontal but still on the phone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah quick shout outs to some of the people that came so we have sam from the girl in the castle we have Maeve. we had amy ellen we had the lovely andrea wendy chloe sandra lisa emma Breff, and susan as well so thank you very much we had a co- other couple people join and then they had to drop and whatnot but just wanted to give a shout out to everybody that joined. And we're doing it again, Kate. We are doing it again with another quiz. <laughs> when are we going to do it again, Kate? Oh, I don't know the date tonight. You put that one up. I just follow. I just arrive when I'm supposed to. <laughs> and have a quiz prepped. Yeah, and I'm like, it's ready. <laughs> so the next one is going to be on Friday, April 17th. We said we'd give people a week off. And it's, again going to start at seven o'clock we're going to be using zoom and if you would like to join please dm us on instagram and send us your email address and i will pop the invite over to you it's a great group of great group of people we had a good chat we got into the nitty-gritties of the disneyland paris sparkling experience castle club i did a full itinerary lowdown for the irish and southern california adventures by disney's at one stage it took a weird turn but it was a fun night would recommend yeah absolutely if any of you oh whoops i pressed a button we're all okay sorry (laughs) um yeah if anyone wants to join please do it was a lot of fun and it's not as awkward as you think it's gonna be 20 strangers just meeting up on zoom that i've never met before it's actually pretty good (laughs) yeah and loads of people wore ears people were in disney themed outfits it was great crack yeah big 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 fan if you want to join please do please don't feel scared to as long as you have some form of internet connection that can uh, connect onto Zoom and some form of beverage, please do join. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully whenever all of this is done and we're allowed out of our houses again, oh, what a glorious day that will be. We'll be able to do one in person. Because I think that'll be fun. When will my life begin? (laughs) Speaking of the word begin. Kate, did you know it's nearly a year since we started doing the podcast? I did because you told me this morning. (laughs) I did. I told I told you about 12 hours ago. I was like, oh, wow, is it cool? <laughs> it's a year on Monday. So the 13th. I like that we started on the 13th as well. It makes me feel quite happy. Of course you did, because one day it'll probably turn out to be Friday the 13th, won't it? Yep. That's my plan. <laughs> that is my plan. So yeah, we've been doing this for a year. I'm, I'm proud of us that we've like stuck with it for a year. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that our anniversary falls on, like, COVID shutdown, though, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a weird, but, it's a weird way to celebrate it. 
Yeah. But hey, well, we're just going to have to celebrate another day. And celebrate oh. we shall. The amount of celebrations that are going to happen when we're all allowed out again. It's going to be like a two week long bender. It's going to be a good time. So here's a question. So this is technically... I'm very proud. Thanks. So this is technically our 40th episode. Now we've we've released definitely more than 40 episodes between bonus episodes and the episodes that me and Brett and you do. And there's definitely more than 40 episodes in the Mickey Waffles feed. However, it being episode 40, what's your favourite episode? That we've ever recorded. Oh, Sinead, you know you can't ask me questions without prepping me beforehand, especially when it's about something like this. There's I like so many answers. Um, I really like. To be honest, I really like any of the episodes where we do trip reviews. They're some of yeah, my favorite ones to do because we basically just go for like three hour long rants about our trip <laughs> and normally about the shit hotel experiences. <laughs> Unless, of course, that is yeah. we stay in Sequoia Lodge, then it's excellent every single time. Absolutely. Yeah, I love... I mean, I think ju- looking from like our downloads and stuff like that, it seems to be everybody's favourite type of episode, our trip planning episodes and trip review episodes, which in fairness, of course, they're going to be our favourites because that means we've gone to Disneyland. <laughs> so Yeah, that's pretty true, to be honest. <laughs> Re- reignites that little bit of, little bit of magic i think my favorite like set of episodes that we've done were our trip review episodes and the subsequent bonus episodes that came off of our trip in april last year so the marvel review and then also that faithful phantom manor event that we went to as well and the ridiculously long episodes that we also put out for those yeah, I was just looking because you surprised me with this question. I was like, geez, what have we talked about? And I was like, wow, look at all of these mini waffles that nobody cares about. <laughs> of, hey, we went and did this thing. And hey, let us tell you about this mad experience we had doing this thing for another 45 minutes of your life. <laughs> what, can, what can I say? We just, we just love producing content. We just also have the complete inability to shut up. But see, the thing is, when we talk about trip reviews, we've just got so much content because we're like, we will word by word tell you exactly every single part of our trip from the moment we left the house to go to the airport to the moment we came back home. Like, I will happily play by play you our entire trip. And if you're willing to listen, then great for all around. Exactly. Exactly. I actually just, I also really like, sorry, I also really like the episodes where we like, review things to see if they're like worth it like we had the infinity annual pass review to see oh yeah to explain if having an annual pass is worth it and then we also did that episode of how to be scrooge mcduck and like money saving tips and all that sort of stuff for disneyland paris and i really like doing those ones because i feel like that actually helps people (laughs) yeah i agree same with the hotel ones as well and how do you get to dlp like all those trip planning ones i love planning anyways so being able to talk to people about my insane love of planning is a, I mean that's always great to me yeah so big big fan of all those ones to be honest um I am also loving our like attractions one at the moment as well I say at the moment it's spanned like what new- <laughs> I feel like it's spanned like two years but it's not possible <laughs> <laughs> we will eventually eventually we will somehow go through all of them yeah, but I'm really I'm I'm as we get to them, I'm um I quite like them as well because one day we'll have the whole park done and we'll have um 
detailed descriptions and uh, facts galore for every single one. And that'll be pretty cool to have on a backlog. But yeah, I really like doing those ones as well because we actually learn a lot about the attractions that we didn't know um, or that we probably did know but never really thought about. So yeah, these ones are really fun as well. Yeah, I enjoy those as well. And a couple of the guys that joined our Disney Pals night on Friday said they also really enjoy them because they feel like they're also learning stuff which is nice I, f- I, f- I like feeling like we're teaching people you'd swear it was my profession but still yeah I was like uh, Sinead <laughs> <laughs> that's literally my job yeah it's been a year um it it's been a wackadoodle of a year I can't believe how many Disney wackadoodle. trips we went on I can't believe how many Disney trips we went on in 2019 it was a good time and the amount of content that came from it was immense that we had to take like a month and a half just from our normal podcasting to just do trip reviews <laughs> trip planning trip review trip planning trip review yeah i'm surprised people weren't like what the fuck <laughs> i mean the fact that within the space of a month and a half you went three times that was a great time and i don't regret anything <laughs> i did no. i i fully stand by all of my decisions and in fairness, so do I. And I'm I'm keeping everything crossed that my trip in September does not get derailed in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, same. Because we be need so new um, content for the Instagram, and <laughs> I'm struggling on photos. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So if you could go and snip snap some more, that'd be great. But I also um, I obviously have no plans for this year to go to, to anywhere really. But I am now also like, man, what if I just went for like a two day trip when it reopened? Because this Mm -hmm. time has been so awful, like being in the house (laughs) that I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I could do like a two day, one night cheapo trip. And then I'm like, ah, we'll see how it goes. But like, I'm like, if it it came cheap enough, then maybe because having to be in the house for what's probably going to be one to two solid months is taxing. (laughs) I mean, Katie, if you happen to need somebody to get your discount on tickets and hotels, hello. I mean, you know, (laughs) (laughs) seems like this is working out. Seems like this is going to go quite well. That's all I'm saying. And I won't lie. So there's no real, obviously, news that is happening. However, there is a kind of rumor that was put out into the stratosphere by DLP Report this morning saying that a new casting ad reveals that Disneyland Paris could potentially have three Halloween parties this year. The 17th, the 24th, and the 31st. And I'm like, do I want to go to the one on the 17th, though? Yeah, I was like, the only one I'd be prepared to go to is the one on the 17th. Yeah, because I'm kind of like, that's far enough from my September trip. And it's also far enough away from when I'm supposed to go to Boston and New York that I'm like, I could probably do that. Oh, there you go. You go on a quick little solo trip just for halloweeny yeah yeah it's like it's quick little like weekendy trip because the 17th is a saturday it would be so busy but i'm also just kind of like do do we think i would care because i could have the little pumpkin dessert i could see vive la vie see the thing is i think when you go by yourself and it's quite busy it doesn't really matter that much because you can make the personal decision to be like yeah i have my phone i have my whatever i'll stand in this queue it's fine like yeah you don't need to worry about like keeping face with like the other people in your party (laughs) yeah like you can just like switch off for the 45 minutes that you're in the queue if you wanted and because you're by yourself you can do basically whatever you want so I think going at a busier time with just you can work out I also think there's like more secret single rider lines that we don't know about 
because I think there's a lot of times if you just ask the cast member at the front if they're single wider, they'll just send you through the fast pass line, dependent oh. on how busy it is. So I think that's a I think being a single rider isn't always the worst thing. Or going on a solo trip when it's busy, I think could actually work out quite profitable. Yeah, absolutely. Because especially because I know on my September trip, for example, because I'm not going by myself and going with Mel, I know I'm going to have to go on Tower of Terror, and that I I think about that more regularly than I probably should because I'm a, I'm genuinely terrified. Because I should see that as a privilege that you get to go on Tower of Terror. <laughs> I didn't. I was really hoping I would never necessarily have to experience the new Terror Terror because everyone but keeps telling me so that it's so much scarier. Than good. The other one. It's so good. It's fantastic. So many drops. So much sudden breaking. It's fantastic. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll get to see what my review is of the new Terror Terror. Oh yeah, because we never got that. <laughs> no, that was that was a very one-sided bonus episode. It was just like, Kate, you just talk about it, and I'll go, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me going. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, it's been a good year. I'm excited for the next year of Mickey Waffles and what it could potentially bring. Yeah, I guess just thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. We. Wouldn't have kept going if nobody listened to it, probably. I think if we'd have gone a month and nobody was listening to it, I'd say we probably would have stopped. <laughs> I mean, Even though... we, probably, we probably would have still kept going. I mean, it gave us something to do. Yeah, but the fact that people listened to it was good too. Yeah, <laughs> It really <course>. helped. <laughs> of course, um, and I and... feel like we've made so many like Disney friends out of it as well, which is really, really nice. Yeah, and the feedback we get off Instagram and the engagement and stuff like that, it's, it's really nice and it's definitely it definitely filled the the whole week both had I think from no longer working in the store even though for you it had been a lot longer since you worked in the store but like the Disney yeah. gap was still there so I definitely think doing this has filled has filled it pretty much because we still get to nonsensically talk about our facts once a week to whoever will listen yeah <laughs> absolutely and especially now that we figured out ways of doing it remotely we should hopefully be able to potentially get some guests on to discuss things that we don't know a whole lot about i would love to get somebody on to speak about green pass orange pa- orange pass all that kind of stuff that have experience with it because i don't understand it because i've never experienced it much like yourself so i would love to kind of pick somebody's brain about that because i know it's something that a lot of people have a lot of questions about yeah and if there's anyone who would like to come on the podcast and discuss this whole um castle club scenario i think i'd be down for a conversation about that please and thank you thanks andrea we'll take a dm whenever you're ready (laughs) you know that special someone if they could just maybe come on the podcast and just maybe talk for a little bit about how much they enjoyed themselves and yeah thanks (laughs) yeah and especially because like from the conversations that we had on friday there were people that have done the sparkling experience, people that have stayed in Castle Club, all that kind of stuff. People that have done stuff that we have never done, but I find fascinating. So we're going to try to get some more guests on to talk about the additional things that you can do, do in DLP that we have just not done yet. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. That's, that, that's been the year. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. We did reach out to some lovely listeners and asked if they wanted to include a little message for us being doing the podcast for a year so we will pop those in now happy one year anniversary mickey waffles uh thank you Sinead and kate for amazing content throughout the year uh plenty more amazing podcasts to come no doubt and can't wait to see what you have uh in store for us for the next year 
Bye. Hello there. I just wanted to wish everyone at Mickey Waffles Podcast a very happy anniversary and just say thanks very much for all the hard work and great content that you guys have been releasing. This is a podcast that just brings me pure joy. I know that when a new episode releases, I have a nice hour of just pure happiness to listen to. Um, So thanks very much. And I hope it carries on forever and ever. (laughs) Hello, Mickey's Waffle Podcast. Congratulations on your first anniversary. Here's to many more. One year anniversary, Mickey Waffles. Thank you for a great year of entertainment and laughs. And thanks for bringing all the Disney pals together. Here's to a lot more exciting times ahead. And thanks to Sinead and Kate and Brefney for putting in so much hard work. Hi, this is Maeve. I just want to say happy anniversary to Mickey Waffles. Uh, Kate and Sinead are the best podcasters out there. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, bye. Hello, Sinead and Kate. This is the lovely Bref, or Invisible Producer Bref. And I wanted to just send a quick note in here just to pass on my congratulations for your first year in podcasting. Uh, It has been a wonderful year and it's been fantastic to see the show grow from strength to strength and will only go up from this point. Um, It's one of my proudest projects I've ever been a part of. And I'm just so incredibly proud of both of you. Uh, for for what you've been able to do and what you're going to continue to do and I'd also like to extend my thanks to anyone and everyone who has ever listened to an episode we all really massively appreciate it and we hope you share it with your friends and if you think it's something they dig then let them know about it until then here's to many more years bye and that was it thanks so much for those messages guys that was lovely much love much love spread all around thank you so much y'all are so cute thank you very much i love when people sent them they were like i did a couple of retakes (laughs) i was like all my life (laughs) so many people were like i'm sorry this is so cringy i'm like it's totally fine don't worry about it it's all g so kate shall we get on to what we were actually planning to talk about for this episode other than the fact that mickey waffles is a year old uh i was like what was i thought was there anything else i thought that was just it um yeah <laughs> so what could be more important so yeah so today we're going to continue on with our attractions like series i guess um we're sticking with fantasy land because ain't no moving for fantasy land once you're in it is there so today we're going to be looking at casey jr circus train or casey jr le petit train du cirque full steam ahead which is what it is in Choo-choo. paris and le piaz de contefe which are the storyland the storybook land canal boats um and they're both at the very 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 back of fantasy land yeah we decided to clump them together because they are in the exact same area kind of separated also there's not a whole lot to say about both of them so it kind of made sense to tie them in together yeah to be honest with you guys they're not very exciting from like fact point of view or how they work or anything like that like they're pretty much say what you see kind of thing but you know we still got to chuck them in and what a good time to put them in they're they're lighthearted, they're funny and they basically they're kind of also the one attraction because they run in the same area like when you when we'll talk about it in a second when you read like the highlight points of casey jr and then the highlight points of the boats they're both kind of the same <laughs> so yeah. they both just sort of fit together really yeah absolutely and i think it's kind of pretty for lack of a better way of saying it, it's serendipitous that we talk about them here because neither of us had gone on these rides until this year until we kind of were making a point of doing all of the rides that we had previously kind of ignored so it's kind of been about a year since we went on the boats and then it would have been kind of the october trip is the first time i went on casey jr the first october trip and then you went on then the second one so 
I suppose, kind of. What a thrill ride. It says here preschoolers, but I don't think so. I mean, if you're sitting, if you're sitting facing front ways, then it's fine. But if you're, if you're backwards, it's, it's basically like Big Thunder Mountain Light. Slight exaggeration, but still. (laughs) It's like Big Thunder Mountain. (laughs) So, which will we start off with? Will we start off with DeLille Boats or Casey Jr.? Uh, Will we do Casey Jr. and then go to the boats? Sure. Or do you want to do the boats first and then go to Casey Jr.? We'll we'll start with Casey Jr. Because I, I don't know. We'll just start with Casey Jr. Because I feel like there's less to say about Casey Jr. Oh, okay. Grand. Uh, So, Casey Jr., Le Petit Train du Cirque. Join the circus and jump aboard the jolly little train from Dumbo for a gentle trip, gentle, up, down, and around the miniature marvels of Storybook Land. So cute. All aboard yeah, for a mini tour. Mini tour. It has also it has mini in quotation marks. We've seen I this feel before. Like they could have just said like mini mouse. And but I like don't think mini. they, they don't think they know how quotation marks work because they put them yeah. in places where like no, it is a mini tour. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. You're not being sarcastic or anything. That is what it is. I know. That's where I feel like if they put in like mini is in like mini mouse, it would be slightly different. But yeah, that would work. Yeah, I, we've had this problem before with translations. So vila vi, hey. Yeah. So the Casey Junior attraction in Disneyland Paris. There is also a Casey Junior attraction in Disneyland, which is an actual choo-choo train. And an however, in Disneyland Paris, it is powered like a roller coaster. It's a very mild roller coaster, shall we say. Uh, however, it is a roller coaster and it has a roller coaster system. And as we say, it kind of loops around the storybook area of the park. And it was opened on March 20th, 1994. And it's currently operating as, as operating as it can be. I like that if you go onto any of the um attraction pages on disneyland paris at the moment they're like um keeping in mind guest safety this attraction is currently closed and it's like well i bloody hope so <laughs> yeah like last, the whole park is closed we get it yeah I, I understand i understand um hop inside a fest sorry this sentence is so descriptive i don't think i can't say it hop inside a festive animal cage or ornate sleigh and follow brave engine casey jr le petit train du cirque from the castle disney animated movie oh castle no classic that was me i thought they'd made a mistake i like picking out their mistakes on a journey through storybook land as you gracefully make your way over hills and through valleys behold a brilliant tapestry of familiar settings from classic disney movies amazingly amazingly rendered in miniature scale oh right. yeah Excellent. and then it basically just lists every single thing that's um like inside that little storybook land thing but i don't think we need to list all those because there's a lot there's a lot of them night on bald mountain scene i didn't know that's what the scene from fantasia was called well, there you go. There's also a scene from the Emerald City. There is, in yeah. The Wizard of Oz, which I find rather bizarre. But sure, we won't question it too much. Is the Wizard so, of Oz a Disney movie? No. Then how could okay? However, Return to Oz, that horrific movie, is on Disney Plus. Oh wow! Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. One one day I will decide to watch it when I'm in a really weird mood. When I'm in a really weird mood, I'll decide to watch that movie because that I remember watching that when I was a kid and it legit gave me nightmares because it is so horrific. I will probably never watch it then. It's 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 a time. But anyways, should we talk about the accessibility, Kate? Uh 
Yeah, you, you take accessibility. That, that's your gig. You always do accessibility. Huh. So, wheelchair users must transfer into the attraction vehicle alone or with assistance and must be accompanied by an, one able-bodied person over the age of 15. Suitable for guests who have difficulty standing. Authorization to ride the attraction depends on the type of limb atrophy. <laughs> Haven't lost it. Oh, look at, look, look at, it, look look at her go, lads. Look atrophy go. for days limb atrophy that you have and again full list is available from city hall donald desk studio services and the central reservations office suitable for guests with a learning disability autism behavioral disorder or mental health disorder again must be accompanied by an able-bodied adult suitable for visually impaired guests suitable for blind guests but they must be accompanied by an able-bodied adult Suitable for hearing impaired guests. Suitable for guests with a debilitating illness. Debilitating. Good Lord. It gets me illness. every time. I'm like, it's so yeah. specific. Anyway, sorry, no, no, no. Or temporary physical impairment. No service doggos or animals are allowed on it, which makes me a little sad. They'd heck and fall off, Sinead. I know. It does say, due to the nature of this experience, service animals are not permitted on this attraction, which is fair. It's like a little bork, bork, bork. It's a, it's, a, it's a little whippy. And it says for interests, it says fun for little ones and not to be missed. And then a few guest policies. Expectant mothers may not ride. Supervised children at all time. Children under the age of seven years old must be accompanied by an adult. And the number of guests uh, allowed to be on with learning disability, mental health disorder, et cetera, et cetera, is with at least one helper is three. Wow, so interesting. It's basically suitable for everybody. Except if you're pregnant. Yeah, no pregos allowed, Soz. Yeah. <laughs> now, the only thing I wouldn't be 100% sure on, so the queue for Casey Juniors is, it's quite windy and has a bit of a, it's, it's quite steep. And as far as I'm aware, I think there's steps in it. So I don't know. I assume you have to go up the exit if you are a wheelchair user or can't yes, go sorry. Steps. I'm just thinking. I you. I'm pretty sure you need to go through the exit. The they definitely make you leave your buggies at the gate before you start the path. Yes. Because I remember so many people coming up with their buggies and the cashmere being like, "You're all idiots. Did you not leave them at the gate? They don't fit through here. You dumbasses." Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to go through the little turnstile things during the queue as well. So just to bear that in mind. Yeah, so I'd say that you do have to. I vaguely remember seeing like the exit had the little wheelchair symbol on it, the little disability access symbol. So yeah, I would say you probably do have to go through the the exit. But I'd also just say that um, I'd say it has the same sort of idea, like with the limb atrophy thing, that you Casey Junior is actually quite tight when you sit down in it. There's not that much room because it, it's made for kids, really. Like let's be yeah. real, it's made for small children. So. I'd say it is going to be a case of like with Big Thunder Mountain that if you can't get your back fully up against the seat that they're not yeah. going to let you ride. So just be aware of that when you when you go to try and get on the ride that just because it is like a kiddies ride it does it can go quite fast at some points yeah. depending on where you're at. Like there are some sharp-ish corners because it is built like a roller coaster. So ju just be aware. Don't think that it's like a guaranteed ride on if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it doesn't have a massively high capacity. There's, I think, nine rows and row nine you do face backwards. So if you're a person that gets quite, gets like motion sickness quite easily or anything like that, just bear that in mind. Maybe try avoid sitting in row nine because it's very whippy because like any roller coaster, the back is far more whippy than the front. So 
if that would already potentially trigger it and then also sitting backwards just be wary of that however if you do not suffer with motion sickness try sit in the back row because it's absolutely the most fun oh it's fantastic it's so much fun like i remember sitting there and being like oh my god <laughs> like it really does it really does whip you it does really whip you around like you get some air time yeah and especially because when you're sitting at the back obviously you can't you can't see where you're going so you can't anticipate turns or anything like that so you're just you're just fully going in blind which is pretty damn fun I yeah it really say, adds to the excitement i have to say in it to be honest yeah i will say the wait time because it is quite a low capacity ride the wait time can get quite high on this so i've i think it was the first october trip that we went on i looked at it and it was at one stage at like 45 minutes please don't wait 45 minutes for this it ain't worth 45 minutes no no the only reason i'd say to maybe wait is if you have smaller children who can't get on any of the other roller coasters and they're like i want to go on a roller coaster like that would be maybe the only reason but otherwise like so kate what are you giving it out of five i would like to give casey jr a three out of five okay i come a three out of five it's really fun it's really cute it's really bright it's actually quite a fun ride to go on and the theming of it within storybook land is actually pretty cute um i just uh, for what it is i i highly enjoy it like it's obviously not my favorite ride and i wouldn't go out of my way to make sure i go on it but as for what it is i think it's very good fair what about you i'm i'm gonna do a real thing and i'm actually gonna give it two scores I'm going to give it a three That's if you're facing... works, yes. <laughs> Just forgive me. You'll understand and you'll probably agree with me. I'm going to give it a three if you're facing forward. But if you do get the seats where you're facing backwards, I think it's a solid 3.5. Oh, okay, I, I yeah. I think it deserves that extra half a point if you're sitting backwards because it's just so fun. I'll allow you that one. Okay, no problems. Thanks. Where are you ranking it? I can't remember what the rest of our rankings were. But yeah, where, I can't where remember either. What it? other ones have we done? Pirates. Pirates uh, isn't in Fantasyland, you Lula. No, are we not? Oh, are we only doing it by Fantasyland? I thought we yeah. were just doing all of them. Um, no, I think we were just doing oh, Fantasyland. Do yeah, let's not do all of them. That doesn't make any sense. So, so what, what have, have we done? done? We've done Peter Pan's Peter Pride. Pan. Yeah. The, the maze. Yes. What did we do with the maze? Did we also do the teacups? I think no? we just did the maze. Did, wow. Okay, so we've done... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we've done Peter Pan's Flight, The Maze, and then these, and it? then this. Is that it, really? Hold on. Let me consult Apple Podcast. Two, two seconds, please. Oh, we've also done Small World. Oh, I forgot about I forgot about um Small World. Yeah, so we've also done Small. I think they're the only ones we've done. Um, so out of all of the ones that we've already done, I think my top one so far is definitely Peter Pan. So we've got Peter Pan, then Small World, then Casey Jr., and then The Maze. Mine's literally the exact same. I think no matter where we go in Fantasyland, The Maze is always going to be last. Let's just take that for granted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm I like, can't. It's, it's, my, it's the only one that, like, if, if I go into Fantasyland and everything is a 10-minute wait, I would literally do everything else and do something else again rather than do the maze. I yeah, I'm like, because it's fun. It's, it genuinely is fun the first time. And it's yeah. fun when you're bringing someone around who's never done it before. Because you're like, oh, this is cute. But yeah. like, 
if you're going in for no purpose other than to just enjoy the attraction i'm like nah it's just it's it's not my cup of tea and it's also a case of you do a lot of walking in dlp so to then go and walk around a maze it just it nah not my cup of tea yeah and then the problem is if you get stuck up by the castle you get like the like the queen's castle inside Mm. the maze the like tower bit then you get stuck there for ages and you're like i just want to get out yeah i agree but no it's not even like it's worth the view yeah exactly that ranking is pretty much mirrors mine so we're on the same page so far okay great shall we move on to the little boats yeah the little booty boots. So this is Le Pierre de Contefe, which is I, I think I'm pretty I think I'm pretty close in my pronunciation of this ride. Um it also exists in other parks as the Storyland Canal Boats. However, <laughs> the direct French translation is the land of fairy tales, which I think is very Aww, cute. That's cute, isn't it? Because uh, I don't think sto- I don't think storybook works in French. I don't think it's a no. thing. No. I don't, it, it doesn't. It's a no-go. Not really. <sighs> so, shall I read the description? Go for it. Okay. Set off on a voyage to magical miniature lands where classic works of literature and memorable Disney moments are brought to life. Hop inside a colourful 15-person boat. I like how they felt the need to mention that it was a 15-person boat because they're like, this is one of the few descriptive characters we have to do with this ride. <laughs> So, (laughs) hop inside a colourful 15-person boat for a gentle cruise through the enchanting realm of Disney's storybook land. As you gracefully make your way past hills and through valleys, discover a dazzling assortment of charming homes and villages from classic Disney movies, beautifully rendered in miniature scale. And then it lists all the same things that it listed for Casey Jr. because you see all the same stuff. Yeah. But we won't go through all that because that's a time. (laughs) it is a little bit excessive it says for miniature magic the handcrafted mini models use a scale of one inch to one foot and are as painstakingly detailed as full-size structures the doors of many of the buildings actually open for added effect oh that's fun i like that would you look at that anyway yes now accessibility please thank you so accessibility wheelchair users must transfer into the attraction vehicle alone or with assistance must be accompanied by at least one able-bodied person over the age of 15 now question kate where do these people get on because i have you go downstairs and you leave via stairs yeah i don't know like there might be like a little wheelchair access doobly-doo thing in a ramp somewhere like the thing for the dirt (laughs) No, not like the thing with the dart. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think there might be, I think they might stop the turntable and then I think there might be like a ramp that just goes straight onto the turntable or maybe something. Okay. I just think it was a very traumatic experience about getting on and off that I don't think we had time to notice everything yeah. else that was going on in that attraction. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about loading and unloading from this attraction because let me tell you guys it it is a time and you have to have your wits about you (laughs) you have to be paying attention i don't know how they don't have more people just falling in yeah no me neither but anyways suitable for guests who have difficulty standing authorization to ride the attraction depends on the type of limb atrophy that you have 
City Hall, ding, Donald ding, S. Ding, 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 ding. I said it right again. Twice <laughs> in one episode. I'm so proud of myself. Um, City Hall, Donald Desk, Studio Services, and the Central Reservations Office for a full list of these. Suitable for guests with a learning disability, autism, behavioral disorder, or mental health disorder. Again, must be accompanied by an able-bodied adult over 15. Suitable for visually impaired guests. Suitable for blind guests, who again, must be accompanied by an able-bodied person over the age of 15. Guide and assistance doggos are allowed. Boo-woo-woo! I feel like I don't actually think I've ever seen a guide dog in DLP. Uh, no, neither, neither do I actually. I don't think I've ever noticed them, which I'm is interesting. Bit, I'm a little bit sad because we always see the working doggers outside. Oh yeah, they're great. But I don't think I've ever seen a little guide dog totting around the park. No, no. that is my new goal. I spe- I've certainly never seen one on the little boats. Oh, absolutely not, because that oh would just God, make this would boat, that would make me. this ride phenomenal compared to any day. other ride. Imagine <laughs> going on with a little doggo. Oh my God, that would make my day. Suitable for expectant mothers, one of the very few attractions that is suitable for expectant mothers because it requires zero lap bar. Suitable for guests with a debilitating illness or temporary physical impairment. And then for interest, it says fun for little ones and not to be missed. Although I feel like they say not to be missed for everything because why would they say something was to be missed? Otherwise, why the hell would it be there? Yeah, like you can just skip this one. That's Gina worries. (laughs) Come on, DLP. And then guest policy, supervised children at all times, children under the age of seven must be accompanied by an adult. And number of guests with a learning disability, mental health disorder, behavioral disorder or autism allowed onto an attraction as a group accompanied by at least one helper. That sentence is always such a bloody mouthful. But you can I only was have like, one. Where's, where's your, um, where's your, um, what's the word? What, what's the word for those things they put in sentences? Um, Thomas? just in general what's the word i'm looking for breaks yeah i don't yeah. know yeah where's your ah oh this is gonna annoy me where's your um semicolon no <laughs> what are you trying to say i mean like um when you yeah like commas but like in sentences you have oh it doesn't matter yeah i meant commas like breaks like it'll come to me punctuation later yes that's there the word go. i was looking for <laughs> you were looking for the broader term and i was being a bit too specific yeah i was like no the whole the whole encapsulation of commas <laughs> but you can have one person per boat with any of those health conditions i think that's fair i think when it comes to boats and stuff like that that one per boat is yeah makes sense safety wise Absolutely. And then the only other thing I wanted to, I suppose, note specifically about the ride is that it opened on April 3rd, 1994. Yeah. And that unlike the original one in California, a guide dog, a guide dog? No. A guide, a guide dog. Guide... Oh. <laughs> unlike oh. the original one in California, a guide does not accompany the riders in Paris. Um, yes. The boats well, no. are guided by an underwater wire rather than being propelled by an onboard motor. And passengers mm-hmm. enter the boats via a solely revolving platform. I was hoping it would mention if there was a wheelchair access, but it doesn't. Yeah. Should we talk about the revolving platform? And how scary it is. Oh <laughs> my God. It so, makes you feel so disorientated when you come off of it. Yeah. So you, you go, the general queue isn't kind of so bad. You're kind of going around and then you go up a few steps and you go over a bridge and then you go down a few steps onto this revolving platform. 
and picture it kind of like it's like buzz and it's like phantom manor like it's a continuous loader ish the rides don't stop for you to get in them you just have to keep mm-hmm. going yeah yeah, so yeah this yeah. is turning and the boats move as it's turning and you just have to get into a moving boat whilst also trying to acclimatize to the fact that now you are on a revolving platform. And even yes. thinking about it is making me stressed. Yeah, so like you move. So like basically when the boats come onto the revolving platform, they like lock into place so they don't move. But you're also, once you're on the platform, you're going the same speed as the boat that you're trying to get into. But you also only have a limited amount of time before you run out of revolving platform. And then it... Yeah blasts off back into the little canal yeah and they really they especially when it's busy they really pack these boats because when i went on it with brefney nathan and kiva they put all four of us sitting in the back row wow that's the back row lot. is tiny <laughs> the back row is tiny the back row is smaller than the front row of pirates of the caribbean oh wow and they put four of you in there all four of us that's crazy it was horrific i was like we could have just waited for the next boat yeah like but see that's the thing though you can't really wait on that platform can you you kind of once you're off the steps you kind of have to go (laughs) yeah but like you kind of they don't really have options and i wonder is it a big hassle to stop that attraction to and restart it because i wonder do they try and they're like come on you can you can get this boat come on get on get get it get it i would imagine i mean because when you're actually on the ride, it stops all the time. Yeah, that's all very true. The actually, time. Yeah. It's like buzz. Like I have never gone on a full route of the little boats and not been stopped. Or buzz Several for that times. matter. Yeah, <laughs> same. Now in buzz, it's handy though, because buzz, if you get stuck in front of a good target, you can just keep shooting away. Happy days. Considering but, it's impossible to get to max out on the one in Disneyland Paris. But anyway, that's well, for a different time. But <laughs> if you're on the boats, you're just kind of left there. And there are always some dickhead that tries to stand up or tries to lean too far out of the boat to take a picture or tries splashing around in the water. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just sit down. The amount of people that stand up in the boats and they have to stop the boats and then get on the intercom and they're like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> they're just yelling incessantly throughout the they're, time people they're just sit like, down. S- Sit down in the boat, sir. Because, like, when you go through the Aladdin-like cave of Wonder Bit, if you're stood up, you're going to get decapitated. Oh, big time. You just straight no... up fall out of the boat. Yeah, there's no room for error there. It's, it's a little... People are just stupid. Wow, welcome to Disneyland Paris. <sighs> Nightmare. <laughs> but you've mentioned the Aladdin cave of Wonders. That's one of the other kind of differences between the one in Disneyland Paris and the one in Disneyland. So in Disneyland, you go into... Monstro from Pinocchio's mouth and that's the kind of big thing that you go into whereas in the DLP when you go into the lions it's a lion isn't it um it is is it's some form of large cat yeah yeah I think it's a lion yeah it just yeah yeah yeah. you go into the lion's mouth and into the cave of wonders as per the Aladdin movie whatever a tiger is it a tiger I don't know because it's all I mean it's all made out of sand so it's only one color so <laughs> do you know what I mean? like it's not like you can tell if it has stripes or not so I don't freaking know in the feline the feline variety <laughs> some form of a large non-domestic cat yeah okay that's a yeah I'll go with that that's the best way to put it do you want to discuss uh, so as traumatic as getting 
onto it is. Do you want to discuss getting off it? That's even more difficult. <laughs> so, so obviously, so think about like when you're in Small World or when you're in Pirates and you're just coming along and you're, you're stuck behind all these boats and you like, you've got so much time and you're thinking about it and you're thinking about it and you're like, okay, I know that as soon as this boat is stopped and they say I can go, like I know exactly what to do. I'm up and I'm gone. But when it comes to little storybook boats, it's a different story <laughs> because yep. I feel like you don't have enough time because in pirates and small world you exit on one side and then people automatically start getting in from the other side but that's not how the storybook boats works because obviously they can only hook onto the revolving i was gonna say pendulum they can only hook onto the revolving platform on one side so you have to get off quick enough that they can then let the other passengers on but the same way that you got on and then you get off and you're on a revolving platform and you're spinning and you're stuck. And then you have to try and navigate your brain to be like, walk, <laughs> walk. And, and then, then you have to walk up steps. <laughs> the steps, the steps is the most traumatic part because it's kind it of like, like you know, when experience. you get off buzz I, or you, I think I feel like I more so feel it with Phantom Manor because you're in the dark so that's also mm-hmm. disorientating much like you're spinning so yeah. this is also disorientating so you get off Phantom Manor and you get out of your dune buggy and you walk and then all of a sudden you go from the moving platform to flat ground and it's almost like you've just gotten off a trampoline that your legs don't quite know what to do yeah or it's that like sensation in your mind or it's kind of like when you've been sitting down for the night in the pub and you've gotten through about four drinks and this is the first time you have to stand up and you stand up and you're like, whoa, <laughs> what, happened? what happened here? Yeah. And then you forget and then your brain forgets to talk to your legs and at some point somehow you've made it to the top of the stairs and you're like okay <laughs> because but the thing is because you're on a revolving platform and to you you are still even though you know you're on a revolving platform what you're doing is still so you get to these stairs and the stairs are turning <laughs> but the stairs obviously aren't turning because you're on a revolving platform but it looks like the stairs are spinning and you somehow have to get onto these spinning stairs yeah, and it just all, every time it completely messes with my mind. It's all a time, really, which is I, gas because it's a ride that no one, I don't think many people know about it or know it exists no. or have it on their list. But it's just and got it, so many things associated with it that does make oh. it a bit mad. And it, it closes for quite a lot of, because of where it is in the park. It gets very bleached by the sun, so it closes for quite an extensive refurb. That's why we didn't go on it our first trip. I mean, Brefney didn't go on it on our trip because I think that time of the year is when it's closed for a refurb but it's just I don't know I would love to go to Cafe Fantasia have a glow teeny or two and then go on the little boats because I feel like that would be a time you'd be rocking also because of the nature of it it closes when it rains as well um and then the cast members get their cute little yellow jackets and their little rain hats and they're so adorable it's so the the Fantasyland cast member outfits are one of my favorite they're just so cute and then you have to walk up to this little dude that looks like Paddington Bear and he's all <laughs> cute and you have to be like hi and he's like no madame and you're like okay bye <laughs> Brilliant. um so yeah there are I don't I'd say of a, as a ride it's actually closed for I'd say about half the year between refurbs yeah. and rain um yeah 
But I would suggest that if you've never been on it and you are a frequenter of Disneyland Paris, that you definitely give it a go because it's an experience to withhold. Even just the unloading, the loading and unloading, even just experiencing that, because the rest of it, you just sit down, you can see, see some cute little models that are ridiculously difficult to get cute pictures of. So it's just a nice little way of sitting down. Yeah, it and is it's relaxing. Getting, yeah. it's, it's the getting to sit down and then the getting back up that are the thrill Shall yeah, we say, exactly. Of the whole attraction. <laughs> um, but I would just say then, see, because it's interesting because I know we were talking about how it's suitable for um, pregnant women because yeah. there's no lap bar. But then my also were, and I do think the actual ride itself is a very pregnant friendly ride in the park yeah. because it's quite calming and there's cute little yeah. music. But the whole getting on and off is where I'd be like, just watch Dramatic. <laughs> you, you would need, you would not or at least I wouldn't, you would not let a pregnant person get on first. You would have oh, somebody no, in no, the no. boat that can like help, help them. them yeah, yeah, you, absolutely. You wouldn't just leave them to fend for themselves because that would be, well, Bad. one, rude, but also yeah. not a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Kate, what are you going to give the little boats out of five? Um, I'm going to give them a three. I quite like them. I quite like the idea of them. But I do think that the addition of um, like a cast member on board telling the story like they have in California would be good. I understand that they'd have to talk half in French and half in English, but they do this for a lot of stuff anyway. So I don't understand why it would be a massive problem because they do have a lot of cast members who can fluently speak both. So I think that would be quite fun. Um, and it's also just... Of all the rides, like there's a lot more rides that I just rank higher as it. And I also think the fact that it has to be closed for a lot of the year also put like gets a point taken away from it because it's not as easily accessible um, as a lot of the other rides. So yeah, three. Go with you. I agree. I, it, I feel like this episode has ended up being very samey because I would also give it probably about a three. I think it's fun. I think it's cute. I think it would especially be good for families because they can point out the different fairy tales and all of that. Because I know they say that it's Disney movies, but there are some non-traditional Disney movies that are in there as well. So that's quite fun. It's a nice place to kind of take a break and sit down for a few minutes. I love a boat ride. Always a big fan of a boat ride. And you get the thrill of getting on it and getting off in it, which getting what? off it. Jesus. <laughs> Can't speak today. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I would probably also give it about a three. It's 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 a solid it's a solid ride. Where would you stick it in your Fantasyland ranking? I think I would put it after Casey Junior. Oh yeah, even though it's yeah. about right. Yeah, I just I think Casey Junior is just really really fun, and I think that's probably because I didn't go on Casey Junior for so long that it quite like shocked me that I enjoyed it quite Ooh. so much and I've, I've done it both ways I've done it facing forwards and facing backwards again always recommend to do the facing backwards however it is just as fun going forwards as well so yeah I think I think I'm gonna go Peter Pan, Small World, Casey Jr, DeLille Boats and Alice's Curious Labyrinth. Yep I'm exactly the same. Oh god we're so samey. <laughs> I think it's just because it's Fantasyland. I think Fantasyland is neither of our f- most favorite places to be in the park. True. And so I think it comes quite mid-range for the two of us. Yeah. Like it's not like when we go into a park, Fantasyland, with the exception of one morning of our trip, 
during extra magic time Fantasyland isn't the land that either of us are necessarily like let's go here because it's either Frontierland or it's Discoveryland and I'm excited for whenever we finally get to do those because they have some of my favorite rides and some of your favorite rides so I'm excited for when we can do those yeah exactly I think like between the two of us like Frontierland and Discoveryland are definitely much higher in our rankings and we both have personal preferences both within those but I think Fantasyland just comes quite middle in for us both because we enjoy all of the rides that are in Fantasyland they're just none of them are really like our ultimate favorite must-dos and I think that Fantasyland can get quite busy quite quickly because it is a lot of kid-friendly rides and we try not to be where all the children are if possible just because it's they're annoying also i find that walking through fantasy land is really annoying because no one's watching where they're going yeah very stressful so yeah i think that's probably why we're quite samey when it comes to fantasy land yeah and i think like don't get me wrong fantasy land has a lot of those like quintessential when you think of disneyland you think of these rides so it's a lot of those and it's a lot of a lot of the rides in fantasy land are oh, this is only 10 minutes and everything else is really high. Will we go and do this? Or, oh, this is only 15 minutes. Oh yeah, sure, we'll go do that. So it's a lot of, there are a lot of rides within Fantasyland that are must-dos for me when I'm there. Like the teacups, Peter Pan, Dumbo is now one of those as well. Um, I just punched my microphone out of the way and it like swung. So yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, no, I think it's it's pretty good. For two rides that are pretty minimal um, to the entire park, I think think we got a good go out of them. And I hope we like advertise them enough to people that have never been on them that they can be like, hmm, yeah, okay, these sound fun. I'll give them a go. They're they're definitely worth going back to that area of the park. And especially because when you're going back to that area of the park, that's where the old mill is that has a Whopper hot chocolate. And you can also get Mickey Waffles. Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, and also just one last little bit about that uh, Storybook Land area. There is a meet and greet area down there as well, um, which I'm only saying because I didn't always know it was there. (laughs) And I was always like, that doesn't make any sense. Like that park, (laughs) that's not even a piece of the park. Like I don't understand. Um, So I know that before all the COVID stuff happened, there was like, massive change-ups with what's going where and characters going who what's and but for a long time it was Winnie the Pooh was down there yeah and it changed between Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore and Tigger and that kind of stuff but then at one point Donald went down there and I was like whoa what a flip but either way um and then for a while there was no characters there so just FYI there is a character meet and greet down there if you do see it on the map that's where it is you basically just keep following the road that you think leads nowhere yeah and sometimes like i've when me and brethany were there and the train was up and running rip train um we what? the what passed <laughs> and tiana and naveen were meeting back down there i know the tweedles sometimes meet there the white rabbit so you get kind of some more niche characters because it is slightly more hidden away and unless you know it's there you won't know it's there so they put kind of, I think, some more niche characters that could potentially end up with massive lines that they don't potentially want to have massive lines. So they just hide them down there. Yep. That sounds like DLP, all right. <laughs> just hide them and no one will know. <laughs> Except for DLP report, because they always know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all we have to say. 
Yeah. And for in, in full transparency, we've had to record this episode on two different days because Oh yeah, because my laptop and my internet difficulties just went. It went bye, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Literally mid sentence of Sinead's. <laughs> yeah. So we're recording the second half of this on Friday, which should also be the same day that this episode is released. So how exciting. Hello, same day. um but yeah just to go back to the start of the episode thank you guys so much for listening for however long you've been listening for if this is your first episode because you've run out of your regular podcast to listen to (laughs) then welcome first time finding us then welcome hi we've been going for a year um but yeah if you guys have been with us from the start or whenever you find us thanks so much for listening to us um we really appreciate it yeah and be sure to reach out to us on instagram we love making more disney pals and disney friends tag us when you're listening to the episode always love when people do that and yeah yeah and don't forget that we'll be doing another disney quiz next week yes next friday april 17th 7 p.m dm mystery email address and we will send you the invite 7 p.m gmt oh yeah (laughs) I never I feel like we sound Irish enough that people will just assume it's 7 p.m. in Ireland, but I should I should probably specify, but here we are. Just that fine. Okay, great. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't know why I waved. <laughs>